0: It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy mixed up world, but there was a little, I have a great picture, karma, a rare picture of karma. Roger Stone is holding a picture of Hillary for prison, 2016. Guess who's going to prison? <laughs> Roger Stone, guilty on oh, all seven counts.
1: Let's talk about karma.
0: Oh, it doesn't work fast enough, I'll tell you.
1: Part of me, you know, always pictured myself getting married and having kids. Of course. But there's another part of me that is like, okay, if it doesn't happen. Because I know that, like I said earlier, that's some universal that I can't question. It's either meant to be or it's not meant to be. It's just something that you can't force. It's something that I would never force, you know? So back to that. When karma takes a long time or whatever, as a lot of people refer it to, it's because it's not going to happen until it's meant to happen. It's all in divine timing. And you just cannot question it. Like revenge seekers, you're not going to get anywhere with that. I understand your frustration. I understand you wanting to, you know, get back at someone or, you know, make your own karma for whatever happened to you because of whatever someone did. I get that. But you just have to let go and let God. Because it's not in... Like my mother always said to me, God laughs when you make plans. Mm. Because things don't always turn out the way we think that they are. And that is the truth. I am only 27 years old, soon to be 28. But I've been through some stuff in my 28 years. And I, mm-hmm. I know that to be true, 110%. Life does not always go as planned. I, I am not where I am now where I thought I would be 10 years ago.
0: Not one human is, I don't think. Not at all. Maybe a few. I might know one person.
1: There's not very many people out there, man or woman, that I can talk to on this level. Because you and I are unique. It's just, yeah, we're unique. I mean, there's going to be a majority of the people They're probably going to hear this, listen to this and be like, what the hell are those two even talking about? But you know that there's going to be people that are also going to say, wow, I agree with that or that's me too, or maybe I can be myself too. You just got to
0: own it. You got to own every and part of who week. And that's where are.
1: I was going with this because a lot of people can't. No. They can't own themselves because they're too afraid of what other... I feel like there's a lot of people out there that agree with us just won't admit it. Of course. Because they're just afraid of what other people are going to think. I was in certain situations in the past where... Stupid situations. You know, my friends would be afraid to speak up about something. And I'd be like, what the hell? I'll say something you don't give me that (laughs) I'll pretend it's mine because I don't care or who do my friends always go to I'm really pissed off about this but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to cause a scene Cassie will you say something always always I always have to be the one to say something because I'm the only one that doesn't give (laughs) it it's just the way it's always been certain people cross our paths for a reason. I'm
0: so glad you said that. You brought me back to something I was thinking about a few minutes ago and then I forgot. Good. Made me think about soulmates. But why is it only one? No. I, that's what
1: I feel. I feel I like... Be... No. I had this conversation last night. Get out it's of town. It's funny that you bring this up right now. Me and Aunt <coughs> were talking about this last night. And I said to her, I don't know... I don't think I believe in just one soulmate for a person.
0: That said, there are more than one. Do you think then by becoming engaged in holy matrimony, we then close ourselves off from the world and opportunity of meeting other people who we can connect with that uh that freely and deeply.
1: Okay, I don't know. I just I just got to say it. So my dad's friend <coughs> is in my head right now Okay. with you just bringing that up um, he's in Las Vegas with his wife now and I was there I think it was two or three summers ago filming Jumpsuit Shackle with Susan and I, he picked me up for dinner one night to catch up was mm-hmm. a really old friend of my dad's they played basketball together they were inducted into the Hall of Fame together and we just had a conversation about life and everything. You know, he's asking me if I was dating anyone, of course. He wants to know. And we were just talking, catching up. And I said, No, Dana, honestly, I was dating this one guy, my ex boyfriend. I was like, But we broke up, it just didn't work out. Yeah. And he was like, And I just told him, I was like, I'm really not focused on it right now. I'm just kind of, you know, figuring myself out, doing me, what do I got to do. And he said, you know what, Cass? He said, you're so young. And that response was very mature and level-headed. And he's like, and I'm really glad to hear that. And I'm going to tell you why. You don't know what you want right now. He's like, most 20-somethings don't. He's like, hell. He's like, I'm 70. He's like, I'm 70 years old. And I still wonder if I figured it out. He's like, is my third marriage. He's like, but she is the one. And he's like, and I didn't know she was the one until a little bit later in life. And her, same for her. And he said, because when we met each other, we figured it out and we were comfortable with where we were at. He's like, my first two marriages, I wasn't confident within myself. I was insecure. And he said, and from a man's perspective, having to be the provider, you know, and the protector, it's a really insecure feeling when you're in a union with someone and you're not sure of yourself having to be in that role. And like he really like opened my eyes to something new because I never really thought of it before. I had like one conversation with my dad, like a few years before he passed away, and it was kinda similar, but he didn't say it in the exact words and I just like took that in and I was like okay wow and how different it is for men and women like you know the perspective that men have and then the perspective that women have and I just really think it's about understanding each other like communication has to be open if you can't communicate your relationship is gonna fail because you run into things like oh I don't know if Well, I don't know if I want to do this or if I want to do that. And sometimes you're afraid to speak up because you don't want to hurt the other's feelings. But that, I mean, you have to. Because you're just going to keep it bottled up. Just shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. It's going to drive you crazy. Feelings are going to get all and misconstrued. And then there's going to be that underlying tension. And it's just not good for anybody. Like, you have to communicate. I mean, that's why I think that's why people cheat
0: course
1: things get boring in the bedroom let's be real and if you're not expressing what you need how's the other person supposed to know you can't blame that on them you have to tell them Mm -hmm. if it does fail you can't say you didn't try
0: why do we make women uh whole value be if whether or not they're married partially because what's the first question everyone asks you
1: are you seeing anyone?
0: Exactly. Not how's your health? How's your music? How's your dance? <laughs> are you soci are you fitting yeah. into society? Yeah, and, and that's again the weird ones we don't fit in. I know. Take it away.
1: No, seriously. I yeah. I'm like last night her mom and her aunt were saying, Oh, all of my friends are getting married. Her aunt literally said that to me. And I was like, all of her friends? I said, what am I? I'm not getting married. (laughs) like, You know? She's not getting married either. Not all of her friends are getting married, like, too. So what the does that mean? I'm chopped liver. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have a boyfriend, at the very least. Like, you know what I mean? What the hell? I have a date, but it doesn't mean it's going to go anywhere because most of them tank. A lot of the guys that I've dated in the past are my opposite. I've dated some really great guys and I've dated some really awful guys. Certainly. So It's just, yeah. I mean, I don't know. And it just, it goes back to, maybe this is where I'm old fashioned. My father was really old fashioned. So maybe this is why he spoke to me the way he did. But he just, I'll never forget that He always told me, if a guy wants to date you, he will. Yeah. In other words, don't chase. Never. Don't, don't chase. Don't do it. And I really, th- I mean, I, I really heard that. And it sticks with me to this day. And if I ever have a daughter someday, I'm going to tell her the same thing. I'm going to be like, your grandfather said. And I'm going to tell her that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna hope she is not stubborn like her mother could be and really take that in and listen because it is the truth. If you stop and think about it, it is the truth, you know what I mean? And like all these women out there that are like, Oh my god, please date me or please propose to me, we have to get married, blah blah blah. blah. That is not attractive, it's desperate. It's pathetic. And the fact that you think you need someone else to complete your own life is <coughs> sad, in my opinion.
0: So, the James Vanderbeek.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Okay. So. I, smell. I like what he said on the show the other day. I'm night.
0: not knocking that. I just told you I have an interesting story.
1: I want to hear it. I do. I, I do. I always wonder what actors are white like
0: and i'm not saying offspring. how he is i'm just saying this is how it happened Spill. i'm on the set in new jersey
1: mm-hmm.
0: of this show called mercy and i guess he's on this show he just joined as guest or whatever okay so we're at this set that's a hospital in this warehouse in new jersey and we're hanging out in the made-up hospital area and it was in between takes and this is the time that uh, hustle and flow the movie came out so him and the director are singing you know it's hard out here for a pimp you know the the song right yep so they sing the hook blah 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 everybody's having a good time okay james vanderbeek for whatever reason says i bet no one in this room knows another song by Three Six Mafia.
1: Why? So I I just,
0: without even thinking, just went, yo Jimbo. (laughs) I stay fly. uh, 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 (laughs) No, you didn't. uh, 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 (laughs) uh, uh." James, where are you going?
1: Oh my God. Really? Left the room. Cause he felt like an idiot. That's funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: Don't ask a question you're not ready for an answer for. Yeah, I know. So that's the. He wasn't
1: expecting anybody to call him out. I didn't call. him. Most people aren't. Well, you didn't, but in his mind, you you absolutely did, and that's why he. And walked that's, away. How that's how funny.
0: insecure the set of Hollywood is.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's how insecure the f-ing set of the world is.
0: Like, especially if you're gonna act yeah. like you know. He couldn't music. be man
1: enough or big enough to just be like, "Oh wow, I guess you proved me wrong." why is that so hard left the room here's yeah like it's like women are so insecure like i like so the bachelorette party i went on a couple months ago for my other friend that just got married we were all going out and she wanted she was wearing white and we all had to wear black because you know whatever we went to this nice restaurant had dinner whatever so we all had black dresses on and we all come out after we're done getting ready and makes a comment to me okay it wasn't a bad comment she was complimenting me mm-hmm. but with her compliment i could feel the tension from the other girls that were also there Kay. of them feeling insecure okay i'm not gonna lie i did look hot <coughs> that night okay my dress was really form-fitting i had great heels my jewelry was on point my makeup you know i did i looked hot and <coughs> she even told me she's like cash she's like you look like you're ready to steal someone's man tonight <laughs> i was like shut up but anyways,
0: so nice to each other.
1: <laughs> so, I could just feel the tension from the other girls. So, I just said, "Shut up," you know, whatever. And then I complimented everybody else. Like I said, "Oh, I really like that dress. I really love those earrings, you know. Those are really great shoes." Mm-hmm. You know, like I made it a point to like compliment everyone else, even though I could feel the claws I made it a point to say that because i'm bigger than that i don't did participate in that get all insecure self-esteem why can't we all just build each other up
0: it's called the esteem i know of yours i know i can't help you
1: with that yeah.
0: I can do you can do that. I yeah. can compliment you. I can support you. Yeah. when you know to cheer you up. I'm your yeah. cheerleader, but if your cup isn't full, then we can't overflow. You got to come with yeah. a full cup.
1: Right. Like why do we have to feel inferior because from someone else's success or someone else's, you know, whatever. If that's really how you feel internally, then step up your game. Figure hmm. your out. Don't hate on somebody else.
0: Oh, but that's easy. The talent is criticizing. I know. If, if you consume yourself with being critical of others, it makes you feel better about your own miserable self. Mm-hmm. But I take you back to our line, my favorite line. Let's be so focused on self-improvement mm-hmm. that we do not have any time to criticize others.